Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 93rd episode of the 5 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Shaw-Bell, and my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the co-anchor of NBC's The Today Show, Al Roker. Born in Queens, New York, Al wanted to be a cartoonist growing up until he went to college. During college, he worked as a weather anchor at WTVH in Syracuse, New York, while also DJing at the campus radio station. Upon graduating, he took weather casting positions at both WTTG in DC and WKYC in Cleveland. In late 1983, Al returned to New York City to work at WNBC-TV before becoming a national weather forecaster at NBC's The Today Show. Over his career, he's hosted programs on the Food Network, MSNBC, and The Weather Channel. His other achievements include losing 100 pounds, running a marathon, having the Guinness Book World Record for reporting for 34 hours straight and being part of the Broadway musical Waitress. I spoke to Al about his weight loss in 2013 and today I talked to him about his new book, You Look So Much Better in Person, for this podcast episode. You start your book saying that you never had a career plan. Why should people avoid crafting long-term career plans and what should they do instead? If, If somebody told you six months ago that our economy would shut down, we would be in the midst of a global pandemic and probably one of the greatest civil rights upheavals since the 1960s, at least in the last 50 years, 60 years, would you have said, oh yeah, I I get that. Yeah, I can see that. And so everything you planned went out the window uh, in these last four or five months. That's why I say, yeah, you can maybe think about what you'd like to do, but you don't know what's going to happen. So you better be flexible. You mentioned that you respected WTVH anchor Ron Curtis's decision to stay in Syracuse with his family instead of move to New York City for a more prestigious position. Even though you respected that Ron prioritized his family over his career, you eventually decided to make the move that he didn't. What motivated you to make such a major career change knowing that you would be leaving important relationships behind? I'm from New York City. My parents at the time when they were alive still lived there. There's something about the idea of being able to have your parents turn on the television. Now, I didn't know that I'd be on the Today Show and on network TV so that they could do that uh, wherever they were. But at the time, my goal was to get a job at WNBC or WCBS or WABC because it was New York and that was my home. It still is now, but that's where I grew up. So that was, you know, the most important relationship to me at the time was my family. And those my brothers and sisters and my parents. They wanted me to stay in Cleveland. They made a very generous offer to keep me there for two years and then would move me to New York at the salary I was making, which would have been really nice. And after much consternation, I decided, no, this was the time to go. 
And thank goodness I did, because six months after I got there, Frank Field, who was the weatherman, preeminent weatherman in not just New York City, but probably the country, decided to pull up stakes and go over to Channel 2. And so I got the Monday through Friday job. If I had not been in position to get that job doing weekend weather at WNBC, uh, I don't know where I'd be today. To get my first job, it took eight months, meaning 15 people for three positions at the same company. While many people applied to multiple companies, why do you think having a more singular focus was key to landing your first job? I was a sophomore in college at SUNY Oswego, and my department chairman picked me and two other guys to do an audition tape because WHEN was looking at, now WTVH, was looking at expanding their weekends to have a full complement of anchors, news, sports, weather. But it was, uh, they were uh, really looking to hire somebody cheaply. As, as Andy Brigham, my news director, said, I could only afford a college student or a drunk. Now, once I did the audition and I was waiting to find out, yes, I kept calling. It. And you got to remember, this is before email. This is before uh, Slack or any of that stuff. It was either letters or phone calls. You know, my dad said to me when I was in high school, he said, son, you're going to have to be, you're going to have to work twice as hard and be twice as good to get half as far as the white kid next to you. And he said, that's not fair, but that's just the way it is. You said the secret ingredient to your career has been being open to new opportunities. And while you've had a full-time job at the Today Show, you also have seven side hustles. I own a research company with four side hustles, this being one of them. How do you balance all of your gigs and know what to prioritize each day? Willard Scott gave me the two best bits of advice, which was always be yourself. That's all you've got. Uh, anything after that, you're, you're going to have trouble because you've got to create this character as opposed to being yourself. The other thing is never give up your day job. And my day job is the Today Show. So that's the priority. I know what that is. And then when I can fit other things in like a jigsaw, that's what I do. I get up an hour early just to make sure that I have the time to do the things I want to do, that I need to do. Like I wrote the book you know, before I would even get on the phone with my meteorologist. I would write when I was uh, traveling, when I was on a plane. That, you know, instead of getting on your phone and scrolling the interweb and uh, Insta-tweeter, there's a lot of things you can do if you don't go down the, those internet rabbit holes. Yeah, we have more time than we think. We just have to reallocate the time and plan accordingly. And what's your best piece of career advice? You should know the power of yes and the power of no. When it comes to my career, I like to say yes a lot. You know, I, I got to uh, be in the play Waitress, the musical, twice. Uh, but the first time, when I was called and asked would I like to be Old Joe, which is a little disconcerting, you know, given the guy's name is Old Joe. Uh, that kind of lets you know where you are in, in your life cycle. I was going to say no. And my daughter, who at the time was a, a junior at uh, LaGuardia School of Performing Arts, the fame school, and in musical theater, said, Dad, how do you say no to Broadway? And so we went to watch the show. And I said, sweetie, I can't do this. And she said, Dad, of course you can. I said, but there's a song. She said, it's two, hour, it's two minutes and 20 seconds. You can just talk on pitch. Say yes. And that's when it kind of crystallized. And so now I, I say yes. William Shatner said to me, because I, I asked him, I said, Bill, what's your secret? You're busier now, more relevant now than you've ever been. He says, Al, I never say no. I always say yes. What's the worst thing to happen? You've heard my albums. And the power of no, especially when it comes to my family. I try, I don't always succeed, but I try to say no to things that don't put them first.
Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Al. To follow his journey, you can read his book, You Look So Much Better in Person, and find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where he shares family pictures, appearances, events, his cooking, and political and social commentary. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now. 